Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. I have David on this podcast with me, and we're going to talk about the CW crossover, Flash, Supergirl, Legend of Tomorrow, Arrow, and we're also going to talk about clone conspiracy, the new Spider-Man event, and other things dealing with comics. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Me and Amos Podcast. I have David with me today. Hey. Hey, what's going on, David? Not a whole lot. Yo, I, I do, I'm doing this podcast today is because, you know, CW had the crossover last week. Was it last week, I believe? Last week, Invasion. Invasion, right? So I decided to you know, do that. You know, I call you because I know you're a big um, CW fan. Not because of their... Um, like shows like Supernatural or whatnot, or I'm a CW DC fan. Yeah, yeah. see, <laughs> you're not a Vampire Diary guy. No, but I might check out Riverdale. Oh God, Riverdale. Oh, that's it. it's comic related. Yeah, that's what Archie and Veronica and Betty all those guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Archie. Oh, God, <laughs> why, 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 why? I'll find out in January. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Why? Yeah, um, CW like having gorgeous people. On their television shows. Exclusively. Exclusively. <laughs> and that is no lie because uh, I think I saw a casting call. Yeah. For uh, Riverdale? Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. They released a trailer. And I mean, it's it's a CW show. <laughs> yes. Even Archie with the red hair and he looked pale. I mean, damn, he was just like pale. Right. <laughs> so today, um, we, gonna, we have plenty of topics today. Um, most of all, we're just going to talk about the CW crossover last week. But also, we're going to talk about comics. You know, you and I, we're big comic book fans and collectors. Yep. And um, we're going to talk about um, Dead No More, Big Spider-Man um, event. The Clone Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Yep. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We might talk talk about the Hal Jordan Green Lanterns. That was a good. That was a good one. That was a good one. And I know you read Civil War Two. I don't want to really dwell on Civil War Two. Cause no, we did a podcast months ago. It's the big, it's the big Marvel book. It's the big Marvel book, man. But I mean, not a lot is happening. Not a lot. I mean, I don't really care much for that right now. So we want to talk about the CW, DC major crossover called Invasion. Now, I know you are a big Supergirl fan. I love me some Supergirl. Now, my question to you is this. That was the first episode, right? Yeah. What did you think about that episode being part of the crossover? <laughs> so the the episode was a good Supergirl episode. Uh, it tied up some loose storylines with Alex, you know, uh, Kara's sister. Oh, and, she came out the Tuesday yeah. and everything. So, so that was a big a big episode, and it was a good episode for Supergirl. It was not a good crossover episode. Um, because they, I mean, Flash, Flash shows up in the crossover. Of course. Flash shows up at, like, maybe the last minute of the crossover. Um, but they're teasing you the whole way through. That was the biggest problem yeah. for me. They're teasing you the whole way through all the, 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 
the portals that Vibe opens up in The Flash to, three, like, go to the other universes. Three times they did. Three times, and the, the, the worst part was the, I guess, the second-to-last one where Kara, or Supergirl, is fighting Cyborg Superman. And, um... <laughs> And Cyborg Superman's like has her pinned on the ground and kick her like, ass. Yeah, and he's he's like, all right, you know, there's no one here to save you. What are you going to do now? And the portal opens up, and you're like, oh, this is going to be awesome. The Flash is going to jump out. They're going to do their team up, and nothing happened. They, the portal they, closes. They tricked you, man. Yeah, the portal opens up and then closes. Cyborg Superman's like distracted for a half a second, and then she she gets out of it. Um, but I mean, this was not. It, it, in, in my eyes, the the crossover happened in three uh, different shows: yeah. Flash, Arrow, and uh, Legends. 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 And I, I totally agree with that because my friend Trevor, shout out to Trevor. Um, he, he's not a big um, Supergirl fan or mm-hmm. Flash on Arrow. He watched Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. And uh, I told him, man, you don't need to watch Supergirl at all. At all, because for the for the, for crossover, the crossover, you don't you, you don't need to watch it you at don't. all. There's not a single piece that you need. It's not a single piece, and I'm like, man, it's some BS, man. All three times, like you said, the portal showed the portal showed up, and flashing to come through the portal, man. I'm like, oh man, this is a letdown. Yeah, and he shows at the end of the um the, the television show. That scene, it was in the damn Flash show. Yep, and the exact scene, scene. That's was that. in the Flash. I'm like, come on, guys, you should have put that in the Flash. Yeah, they, they could have really done a lot more in Supergirl to make it for, feel more like a tie-in. Right. And I was like, you know, when the episode ended and the Flash showed up, I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess they're using Supergirl as like a prologue to the whole invasion thing. But then, like you said, in, when Flash happens, you know, he goes to Kara's universe. Well, yeah. And that exact scene happens. So it's like, well, it's not even that Supergirl's a prologue. It just didn't need to be labeled as part of the crossover. Yeah, and I totally agree on that. And um, another, I mean, Flash was good. But to me, the Arrow episode. The Arrow episode was really good. Was good. Um, but uh, I, I think, well, I guess I guess backtracking to Flash before, because I guess they went, they went Supergirl, Flash, Flash and Arrow, and Legends. 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 Um, the Flash episode, I thought was really good. Um, it kind of, it, you know, obviously, it set up for everything that was going to happen in, um, in Arrow, right? But, and again, Supergirl fan, it was really excited to see her do some things, but she immediately gets mind controlled. <laughs> yeah, that was right? kind of let down too. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's her and White Canary, White Canary, Diggle, Diggle, and I think Speedy. Speedy, yeah, and Speedy. They all go to and the atom, and the atom, and they all go to um, find the the president, the the president who was kidnapped by the the dominators, right? Right. So, like the whole thing, I guess backstory. The whole thing is the dominators show up, and that's who's invading, right? Right. Um, so they go to try to save the president who gets kidnapped, and they're all immediately <laughs> he gets evaporated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he gets he gets like ray guns and like he disintegrates. <laughs> and there's this item that like puts them all under mind control, and then it's like all of them versus 
Flash and, and, uh, and Arrow. Arrow. Right. So it, it kind of comes into like a, you know, Civil War, you know. Right. Oh, basically, yeah. right? Basically, you know, right yeah. Heroes fighting heroes kind of thing. Um, but it was still a good episode, I, I think. I think uh, we got to see a lot of, I guess, fun superhero action. That's another question I'm about to ask you too, man, is that do you think that DC Entertainment, the movie side, mm-hmm. have taken notice of what they did? In your opinion, you think they think they took notice of how well they did as far as a crossover goes? Because um, so far in the movies, the connections are very... It, it connect, it's, so what I think is DC took no notes from their television show um, all the way through Batman v Superman. <laughs> Which you know, oh god, I'm not a fan of that movie. I, hate, in any I don't use the word hate too much. <laughs> yeah, that word right there is kind of heavy. It's described Batman might, Superman wasn't so good. But then they brought in Jeff Johns, and I do think by nature, the movies moving forward kind of have to take a hint because Jeff Johns, I think, was at one point or still is one of the executive producers on. On the Flash, he is. He still is. Um, and I think, I think to some degree on Arrow, and I know he's just overseeing a lot of the the DC television shows, and I think that's partly why he was brought in to the movie side because the TV shows, in my opinion, are just so much better than the DC movies that we've got. Yeah, and I totally agree with you on that, man. Because um, you know what you're, you know what you're expecting when you see the CW, um, DC, the DC um, shows. There are comic book shows. Yeah, uh, not afraid to be comic book shows. Not afraid to be comic book shows, and you know that. But that's that's a testament to Jeff Johns and Greg. What's his name? Bertingley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The producer. You never thought you'd get King Shark, right? Right, right, right. And and Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> And looking at the the special effects for a television show, they showed out enough money to yeah, make they, those. They, are. they did. They really the, did. Season three of Flash is also showing off like they can do some pretty good CG. Yeah, um, and, all the stuff they're doing like Savitar and whatnot. So, oh yeah, Flash Savitar. So I'm not familiar with Savitar. Savitar, I haven't. He hasn't shown up too too much lately, um, especially not in Rebirth. Right. Um, I think he showed up a little bit in New Fifty Two, and but. Long story short, he's a, a speedster who is the god of motion, or at least based off of the Hindu god of motion. Right. Um, they changed that in the television show. Yeah. Well, kind of, sort of. They yeah. they use some of that. They changed his costume 100%. Uh, oh, I remember the costume. Yeah, it the was costume tacky, was... Man. No, it was definitely DC, like... It was definitely a DC costume. Um, but this one, they've definitely... Changed them absolutely, like in its entirety, for uh, for the TV show. Because they used the Philosopher's Stone for his origin as whatever. Yeah. Which I don't know if they were doing. They they uh, they used. The, I can't remember the Philosopher's Stone was actually part of his original backstory, or if they were just being kind of funny since. Uh, what's his butt? The guy Delta. that plays so, Draco Harry, Malfoy. Yeah, Harry Potter. I wish I read an article on that. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, that was like a little thing to uh, Harry Potter's Sorcerer's Stone. Okay, yeah. 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 Oh, man. I was like, I, I, cause I, I don't remember all of Savitar. I'm like, I don't think that was part of the backstory. Well, but, he's he's badass, man. I mean, yeah. Jay Garrick almost bit it. <laughs> Jay Garrick, and we got some a glimpse into the future. Yeah, uh, someone else. But you know what, though, man. 
I like the Flash, but damn Barry, man, just leave the past alone. Yeah, which actually, good segue. This whole thing we find out in the Flash, um, I, I, we might actually find it out in Arrow in, in Legends, Legends, actually, but they tease it a little bit in Flash that this whole scenario is happening. Because Barry changed the timeline. Because it's called the Flashpoint. Uh, because apparently the, the Dominators have been a part, have already been to Earth. Right. I think it was during like World War One era, World War Two, or something like that. Um, one thing led to another in that time period where they kind of made like a truce. So they never came to attack. Right. But then per the events of Flashpoint in the DC television show you know the tail end of season two and what the entire arc of season three is um because that happened flash changed some things in the timeline that's and right. now that pact was never made that's right so they're coming back right. and in the flash uh i think it's frustrating but then again you have to remember he is the episode in the legend of tomorrow back in that it was 1980s the 80s um episode mm-hmm. he saw his path his younger self and he told his younger self go to his wife yeah and so they had yep. a daughter yeah they had the daughter, they had a daughter right. and Stein doesn't remember having a daughter but i think that was not part of flashpoint that was him that was him so i think they tried to do the the analogous between the two because in the flash episode um stein finds that recording that's from barry, barry from, the from the future basically saying Hey, this event's gonna happen. You can't trust me, right? Um, and then, it, you know, it's his whole thing of how he wanted to go back in time to change things and what happened. And then you kind of see the other side of it with Stein, where you know his whole you know job right now is to time travel, and he changed something, and he ends up with a daughter, and you know, once he wants to do the exact same thing that Barry did. It's <laughs> like, well, I want to go back and undo the thing that made me have a daughter. Yeah. Um, See, time travel is such a tricky thing, man. And it's cool, but with, like you said, when people have great intentions, yeah. <laughs> do right, do the right thing. Butterfly effect. Butterfly effect. Yeah. So, I mean, come on. Yeah. So, I understand now, Barry messed up. He's Cisco mad at him because his brother was, he could have saved him. Murdered. He could have saved him. He changed that. Yeah. Killer Frost got powers now. Yeah. And now, it, I, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I, I get it. And but uh, but yeah, that the the tail end of that Flash episode though they they Flash and Supergirl kind of I guess Flash kind of baits Supergirl into this plan that he has to destroy the beacon that's mind controlling Supergirl and everyone else, and they do it. They all come back together and all nice and fine, and then. They get abducted, uh, <laughs> yeah. but only the non-powered people That's get abducted. Right. And then it brought us into the Arrow episode, which, like you said, that Arrow episode was really good. It really it was. It was the hundredth episode. It was really good, man. And I watched Arrow from day one. Yeah, and um, it's it's kind of like they brought back all the old cast, except for two people, I believe, mm-hmm. Merlin, um, J- um, Tommy, um, okay, Merlin, yeah. uh, Tommy. He didn't come back, and someone else. I can't think. Um, but I thought it was kind of cool to go back to the the characters who started it all. His mom, his dad. Yeah, all of them were back. All of them were back for that that mind uh, altering reality. 
know? Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what I thought was pretty cool is, uh, yeah, so they, you know, they get abducted, right? Hold on for a minute. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a, we need to talk about the good and bad, and I think in the in the era episode, there was a bad. There was some bad, <laughs> there was some bad, and there was some funny. Um, one of the things I found really funny in that episode, because I always joke that obviously, I'm like, well, CW just desperately wants a Batman. Yeah, they do. So badly. So right down to... They in the in the Arrow episode, it's Oliver and his dad, and they're walking down this alley, and this thug yeah. comes to rob them. I'm like, is this not exactly Batman's and origin story? And I thought the same thing too when like, I watched that. Like, okay, like they they really want to have Batman, but they can't quite do it. Yeah, um, I, this is the legal stuff with the Kane estate. Yeah, so. I thought that was pretty funny, but uh, but there's 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 some things in I think the Arrow episode, even though I think that was the one that what may have been in some regards maybe the best of the the fourth of the four did also have some of the things that irked me the most. <laughs> well, I mean, I was talking to um, talking to a friend, and uh, I think one of the crazy part was when they got out of the stasis where they were in. Yeah. How all of a sudden they know how to fly one of those Dominators? Well, yeah, how yeah. did they know how to shoot uh, the, the gun? We were talking about that on the phone. Yeah, so in, in the episode, they you know once they get abducted, they're put into this stasis where like the Dominators are like make them have this kind of happy place. Yeah, they're all connected in this like fictional dream world or whatever. One thing leads to another. They figure out that this is all a dream, and that's kind of the bulk of the episode. I guess we'll talk about. But um, they get out. And it goes immediately into my sci-fi gripe, which is they're on this alien ship, <laughs> and they have to escape. So they somehow find this like escape pod that conveniently it was an has, escape pod. It was one of the ships. It was one of the, the ships. Ship. That's true. That conveniently has enough seats to fit exactly the amount of escapees <laughs> um, with all the alien tech that they have no idea how to fly, but they put their hand on some scanner thing. And it allows them to launch the ship, which also makes no sense because oh, who, they're humans. Who, who touched it first? Was it Di- Diggle? I think it was a. Uh, oh, the I Adam. Was, I thought it was Speedy. I thought it was a. Uh, spe- I must have been Speedy. But then, I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, they, they push their hand on it and it launches, and now they're flying through space. I'm like, how is this even possible? Possible. <laughs> what I think should have happened is the Wave Rider should have showed up. The Wave Rider should have showed up, blown a hole in the, the ship, and. Someone comes, Firestorm, right? Uh, yeah. Shows up and helps them escape or something like that. That would have been cool. That made better sense. Um, but instead, they went immediately to the sci fi trope of they're on an alien ship that they've never seen before with alien technology that they've never <laughs> seen before that happens to work with human biology. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Um, that bothered me. <laughs> but, yeah, that was the thing I was um, thinking about. Like, man, how did they go fly that ship, man? They don't have flown a Dominator ship before. Or fire a weapon, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, and the ship's flying through space, and the Dominators are trying to, like, shoot it down. And for some reason, they can't shoot down their own ship that's being piloted by people no, that's I, never piloted it before. I don't know if I was... I, I think I was paying, paying, close, paying close attention to this. Um, did you hear when they brought Kara in about the Dominator? She said there was like that on my on microtone. Yeah. So I'm just trying to say, do they do the, the 
the um the portal thing, or is it just another version of the Dominators? I'm going to just say that it's another version of them because they're because they did throw that line on there. Where she's like, yeah, it's just like what we had back on Krypton. Yeah, yeah. nonchalantly yeah. she said, like, oh, that was like, yeah, that was just this thing we had. Um, but I don't think I'm, I'm thinking it was. I don't think they're going through right. universes. Um, they did mention somewhere in the that they're known for going to other planets, planets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and taking things. Um, but who knows? It could be a little Easter egg that maybe somewhere down the line in season two of Supergirl. Um, they might come back. And they may come back. Kind of and play, we yeah. kind of see that they are actually traveling through universes. But for now, I don't. I don't think they are. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I was listening out time. Remember, she said that. Now, to back to Arrow, you said that was one of the best episodes, which I totally agree. Out of the whole four, I, I just like the way that how everything when he was just puzzled with um, Arrow yeah. Oliver, he was puzzled, and then he started touching people, and he doing that. How yes. the hell I do this? Yeah. It's all reflex. It's all reflex. Yeah. It's all reflex, and then. Then Sarah said, I like girls. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they started playing a lot with that whole, the whole, uh, everyone's personalities it's, coming back in. Where, where, again, with Sarah, where she's just kind of like, huh. This, you know, she kind of starts to like realize things about herself. She's like, well, I feel like I should have already known that. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, and yeah, all, everyone having like the reflexes. And I thought that was cool. The thing that I like thought that was even cooler than that was that. I took the episode to mean that at least one of the plot points in the episode is that Speedy knew before everyone else because Speedy was just like when Oliver goes to talk to her and it's like, hey, this is like fake. She's yeah. like, I know it's fake, but everyone's back. Yeah, and she, she didn't want to let it go. She didn't want to leave, so she didn't tell anyone that she knew. Um, I thought that was a, an interesting little plot point because it, she asked a good question. It's like, well, before we go back, I mean... They're all gone. Right. Like these are all the people that we. The reason why we are vigilantes that we are is because if we could have saved these people. And and I think the next episode, Arrow, she kind of mentioned that to um, mm-hmm. Oliver in the next episode. Yeah. Which I mean, that was kind of cool. They didn't dwell. They didn't dwell on it, but she mentioned it. But yeah, she was. She knew exactly where she was at, man. And she didn't really want to go because she lost her parents and you know friends, and she really didn't want to go back. Yeah. But, I mean, spoiler alert, I mean, I'm going to say this. Yeah, I think there's spoilers, spoilers for, for all the CW shows. Who don't see the Arrow, who don't watch the Arrow. But Black Canary showed up at the last, at the last, um, um, the next episode of oh, okay. Prometheus and everything, the betrayal yeah. and stuff. She showed up in the last scene. Really? Yeah, I said, okay, they're bringing her back. I said, oh, man, I thought she was dead. At least someone needs to stay dead. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> everyone in the Flash uh, loves and cares about that guy stays dead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so if you're, so it's you a know, doppelganger. Yeah, yeah, they'll send a doppelganger. So yeah. it's a little bit easier for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so because you got another Earth, many yeah. Earths. From but me. we'll kill off this character, but we'll just bring back the this, duplicate. Yeah, the, this version, right? Yeah. We've had what three Harrison Wells? Yeah, now? three. <laughs> Two. Uh, well, Jay Garrett playing play his father which that was really cool to yeah. see um what's his name wesley wesley yeah uh, Ship. S- uh suit up and be the flash you know that was awesome yeah i, I as a as a fan i'm like wow that's cool i remember watching the original I mean, 
that flashback in the early 90s yeah. that he played, man. It was kind of corny looking at it now, but man, as a kid, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. That was, uh, I mean, that, that was pretty cool. But, uh, but then, yeah, I mean, that Arrow, the Arrow episode that at, near the end, the fight scene that they had um, with uh, White Canary... Adam, which I guess he didn't have a suit at the time. Right. Um, all them. Fighting their uh, rivals, the opposites. Fighting their opposites. That was a really cool fight scene that I, I thought they did a really good job with that. And I always forget how like almost visceral Arrow can it get. Is, yeah, it can. It <laughs> like can. There's that scene where someone's running in and... Uh, Ollie just like shoots him like through like the Achilles tendon. I'm like that. I, that hurt. But you know what? <laughs> they got away from that in one season three. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that much like the fighting. The it wasn't that much of it. I think they're going back to it now because season four he got a group with him. Just like Batman had Robin, Nightwing, and all that. So he has Ragman, yeah, Mad Dog, um, Diggle, uh, terrific. And terrific. Yeah. And terrific. It's kind of funny because they they can't use Batman. That's the thing. Yeah. And they have to they use... Want they want one, but they can't <laughs> use them, you know? And they added these characters on him. I'm just looking at this. Okay, he's training these characters. It's like Batman does yep. his family. Yep. You know, they, they the got... The Bat family, the Arrow family. Yeah, the Arrow family. And the thing is, Ragman started in Gotham. Huh. He was, I think he was a Gotham character, I ain't mistaken. I might be wrong, but Ragman appeared in Gotham and... um. I don't know about Mad Dog, Mad Dog, I don't believe. But it just, it just amazes me that he got these characters in the correlation they had with Batman. Yeah. It's so similar. Like, okay. Right. He got, he got his uh, his family now. Yeah. I think uh, it's, it's true how much that they do want Batman, but I think it kind of works for Green Arrow. Like, I think Green Arrow is one of those characters that can kind of rest safely in the dark and gritty and the not dark and gritty. Yeah, he can. Um, so I think it kind of it kind of works. Yeah, it can. It can. And another one going to now the Legends of Tomorrow which to me last year it was it finally caught its foot into the end of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, because that it fell was, off before the end. So it's just like yeah, this whole Vandal Savage, Hawkman, Hawk Girl thing. I didn't care much for that. I'm yeah, sorry. it didn't necessarily keep me. Now they're going for now. Is now they're trying to um, restore history. Mm-hmm. You know, now they're going for different eras of different times. You know, like the eighties, the Civil right. War. Each episode is different. It's not an ongoing thing. But they have not mentioned anything about Rip Hunt, Rip yet. Okay. You know, remember he died supposedly. Right. Supposedly. You know, he, supposedly he didn't die. I don't think so. But I really enjoyed the time periods they go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time travel shows are fun like that. And like I said, I only really watched through most of season one, but I've caught little things here and there that they are they're playing with some fun fun stuff. And they did in the in the crossover episode. Oh yeah. Um, where they went back to uh, World War Two. World War Two. And it was a cause because, you know why? Because the man said that we made this treaty with them. It's because of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and the Cisco made that um, decision to let that Dominator go. He yeah. messed up the timeline. He messed up the timeline. Now, now Cisco understands what, what Barry go through now. Yeah. And, and yeah. he was so pissed off at Barry. I'm like, yeah, and then he realized, oh, because we let... Cisco realizes that since he... Um, well, yes, they, they capture... One of the Dominators gets captured. Yeah. The the Legends team also gets captured, but on the Wave Rider was uh, Felicity and... Uh, Cisco. And Cisco. They get captured. Cisco and Felicity go and help break them out, and they're like, 
they're leaving. And says, oh, well, we can't leave this alien. And they go, and he releases this alien, and that alien um, is the one who ends up leading the charge to come back to Earth. Earth, I guess at that point, like 50, 60 years later... um, to take it over. And then the funny thing, the alien said, he, I appreciate, me, I have that gratitude, you saved me everything, but we give you 24 hours to give up Barry Allen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they give an ultimatum where Barry's, or they're like, okay, we'll either take over your planet or you can give us Barry yeah. Allen. Yeah. Um, because the Dominators, their whole thing is they don't necessarily like people with superpowers sure. because they've seen on other planets, what people with this kind of abilities can do. But it's a threat to them. It's a, yeah, it's a threat it's to a them. It's a major threat. But in fairness, I'm not wrong. I mean, right. what, barely, Barry changed literally the course of history. <laughs> um, so, they have that ultimatum, and Barry's just more than willing to give himself up, but uh, basically Supergirl, Arrow, and all of them um, say no. Which brings me to another gripe with Supergirl. Uh-oh. So, in Legends, finally. Okay. So, Supergirl episode, the first episode of the crossover was not even a crossover. No. The episode with Flash, the next one, she's mind controlled. Right. The one with Arrow, she's, she's just not in there. So, in Legends, <laughs> I'm like, okay, finally, we're going to get some more Supergirl. And then, before the episode really even gets started, Ollie has this conversation with Cars, like, can we talk in private? And she's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And Ollie's just like, you know, I, I don't get unnerved. and But now I'm finding about aliens and whatnot, and I can't really handle that. So you can't Stay help back. anymore. You Stay back. To, he just benches her. First of all, the powerful ally you have. You yeah, the most it. powerful ally you have against these. And you just benched her for no reason outside of just... You don't like her. I don't like you right That's now what because it is. you're an alien. And I think it's really more of a symptom of they didn't know necessarily what to do with her power set. I mean, it's like where they were about to go, where she was benched from. Like if she was there, she would have just stopped everything immediately. That goes, That's the same thing with Batman and Superman. Yeah. Batman is very, very iffy about aliens. Yes. Superman in general. Yep. And that's, I think that's the way they played it. Yeah, I think that's, 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 that's true. I didn't even think about that. Because, you know, I remember he, he has a thing about the aliens and everything. And Batman, really, if he doesn't know it, mm-hmm. he, he's always trying to prepare for it. Right. And uh, the same thing with Ali. I don't know this alien thing. I'm, I'm, I really don't get unnerved, but this is different. Yeah. And I really don't trust it. Yeah. So I think, I'm, I'm going to say this. I think later in future episodes, I think he's going to have more... Probably more of a backup plan for aliens now. I yeah. mean, he's going to have st- other stuff. You know, the same thing with Batman with Superman. You know, he he got the kryptonite for a reason. I mean, yeah. Do you think do you think Kara's going to come and give Oliver some kryptonite, kryptonite. ring? That would be funny, right? <laughs> and in case Kara goes crazy that'd one be, day, that'd be right? And he might have a crossover in her universe. You know, he they gave her. Okay, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. But I understand what you're saying about Kara. I mean, they didn't use her power set at all to their capabilities. Right. Not till the very tail end where they have the big battle and you finally get... She's finally allowed to just be Supergirl and go around and do things. But you know what's so funny in that episode when they both... Alright, this one. Here's another thing. Now, Professor Stein 
came up with this um, idea, this the thing to stop the Dominators with his daughter. Yeah. Nanotechnology or whatever. Yeah. How in the hell you mass produced that thing in a short time? Right? <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. Like he, he figures it out like right as close. He's like, oh my God, the Dominators are all over the planet. And Stein's like, that's cool. I finally made my thing that will stop them. I'm like, okay. But there's like hundreds across the world. And he just made... Apparently, in the next 15 minutes, like thousands of these things, and was able to get them to Supergirl and Flash to distribute them. That was a little weird. I think that needed a little bit more breathing room. Yeah, that was weird, man. I couldn't understand. I'm like, what? Really? They, that was one of those perfect moments where they could have used like a, a time lapse. Like, a, they made a thing. And then they worked on it like all night to produce like hundreds of these right. things. <laughs> so that the next day before the invasion, it was just too short of a timeline. Yeah, it really was uh, for that to really fully make sense. So I, I find that kind of funny, man. Then another thing, I mean, they're, they're flashing Supergirl all across the world, which they said, so who's the fastest? I'm like, oh, really, man? You got to say yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got the, the classic, who's faster, Superman or Flash? Yeah. Supergirl or Flash? Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of Easter eggs in that for those who like know the comic books and everything. Yeah. And um, the thing, and another thing was the, um, after they got the little things on their neck and everything like that, they battled the Dominator, which, by the way, when they find the Dominator, it was pretty cool. That was a really cool fight because we had all the powers from Supergirl. We had uh, the Firestorm doing right. his thing, all Flash, Arrow, Diggle, all of them in a big of them. Like, superhero battle. Yeah, and Diggle, Diggle is funny, man. He said, yeah. <laughs> he said I've seen it all. Yeah. I thought I've seen it all. Yeah, Diggle just can't handle <laughs> the whole super uh, power aspect. You know, and it's kind of funny. He he just like um, Arrow, just a vigilante, you know, just yeah. with a, a gun and a helmet. Which, I, by the way, the helmet is better. Yeah. <laughs> better this time around. Because last season, it was awful, man. I hate that helmet. Yeah, but it's it's his name is Sp- it's Spartan. Spartan, yeah, yeah, Spartan. Which I is th- not in the comic book. I don't believe. I don't think it's not in the comic book. I think so. We got a, a little bit of a tangent. Uh, speaking of helmets that I'm not sure if I like, and vigilantes, um, the Guardian Guardians. is, I guess, Supergirl's Batman at this point. Uh, yeah, you're right. I thought um, I forgot about that. Also, very similar kind of origin story, similar background and and whatnot. Um, I don't know, popping up all over the universes. Wow, wow, <laughs> that's crazy. So, I mean, I, I I like the battle scene. I like the battle they had, and I like the way when the Rave Rider finally got the bomb. You no, know, they made the bomb to try yeah. to wipe all metas. Yeah, had you know, all their powers and everything, and. When the Dominator dropped the bomb, I'm like, oh, man, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Supergirl was going to come and like, yeah, me stop too. it. But what was cool is she was in that battle, and they actually they did that one pretty well where they had Firestorm. Yeah, to transmute that yeah. um, bomb into water. Into water, yep. Because <laughs> I was talking to, um, to Trevor about it, um, and he said that you can't use that power too many times. Mm-hmm. You probably use it for... The, a special occasion like that 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 was a special occasion that you yeah, needed it yeah you needed that because you know the wave rider was holding it but it was still dropping yeah, still dropping yeah so I mean that was pretty cool because you know if you, you I'm saying my I'm saying my age right here <laughs> alright uh, Super Friends you remember Super Friends uh, back in the 80s as a very young child. child okay so they had um, Fire, five yeah Firestorm was on there and he liked to transmute a lot of stuff yeah I know in the comic book he transmutes a lot of things yeah but I thought that was pretty cool to do that. 
And the ending of it, of uh, the whole crossover, was pretty good. Where everybody got started talking and stuff like that. And, go on. And uh, when that older guy came, uh, that had the truth with the alien, the Dominator, and Carl oh, told yeah. him and that. Carl was just like, hey, I ruined your <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. With a smile and walked off. I'm like, that's the super girl I like. Yeah. <laughs> so I, and I just like the ending that um, Oliver and the Flash was just talking going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also like, again, with uh, Easter eggs. Um, what, what what was it? There it was. Kara talking to Oliver and um, and Barry, and they're like, "Well, you know, we're stronger together." And blah blah blah. You know that we're pretty much uh, Earth's mightiest, mightiest heroes. heroes. Yeah, like, that's the, the wrong, wrong side thing. of the fence. This, this is the Avengers, everyone. Yeah. I was just like, I remember that you've been the world's finest. <laughs> yeah, they said we are like a trinity or a trinity yeah. or. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. that's that the Avengers, man. My mom was like, "Oh, y'all." Took yeah, when she said that, I was like, "I feel you got the wrong team." <laughs> yeah, dude, um, I remember that. That 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 one threw me. And I couldn't tell if it was like. I, I feel like it was more tongue in cheek than anything, but I, I still feel like they used literally the Avengers like tagline. When they should have used some sort of but, DC Justice League, but you, but you know that they don't use the Might World of Mightiest Heroes anymore. It's like the um, this Avengers Assemble. Yeah, it's Avengers Assemble, but they, they don't, they're still Earth's Mightiest it's, Heroes. Yeah, it's, they're still Earth's Mightiest Heroes, but yeah, yeah, that was wrong for that. It might be tongue in cheek on that. Yeah, one. They, yeah, maybe a little tongue in cheek, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought that I thought that was both funny and a little jarring. I was like. What universe am I in? <laughs> I'm confused now. Well, yeah, I mean, the way they did things was more like a Marvel um, movie. I mean, Marvel um, product, because it was very optimistic. I mean, it was fun to watch, funny, jokes um, was on time. People were allowed to have emotions. Uh, have emotions. Which is not a thing you do in you the DC, DC movies. movies. <laughs> we don't do that. No. Emotions? What are emotions? Yeah, we don't do we, that. We don't, we don't tell jokes. Oh, oh, oh yes, we do. <laughs> oh, Suicide Squad. Reshoots. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, the, I mean, I all in all, I really enjoy. It. I think they should do uh, like a year end. I mean, an ending for that the year end, mm-hmm. the crossover. Yeah, you know, for all of them. Yeah, and that, what they showed, because um, I I do agree with that. And what they showed for the next time on for Legends, um, I missed one episode at the. So I didn't watch. I didn't watch the next episode. I didn't but like the, you know, the so the finale is in Legends. And I'm watching it, and it does the whole next time on. Right. And Reverse Flash oh, the, is you, in the next, the next episode right. of Legends of Tomorrow. Right. That so damn dude. Yeah, man. They, <laughs> so they are... It is nice to see that they're actually, like, keeping the whole, like, this is actually a universe, and we're going to bring in this Flash character. But I read that they're trying to bring up the Legion of Doom. I can see that. Yeah, because the Reverse Flash, Captain Cole, Merlin. Mm-hmm. And Damien Dark. Yeah. Their yeah. version of the Legion of Doom. He was in that Arrow episode, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. So, yeah, I mean, they are really getting things together, man. I think they're in the right direction for the crossover for television. Yeah. You know, it seems kind of hard to have a crossover for television nowadays. Even yeah, in movies, even, hard, it's even, even harder. Even harder, yeah. You know, but at least I think some the show is filmed in one area. They have to do a lot Vancouver, of filming in Canada, Canada somewhere. somewhere. So most of the shows are in Canada, I believe. Yeah, 
you know, most sites, even Supernatural's in, um, in Family Canada, Canada, I think. So, I mean, they, they could do it again. I mean, because if you oh, have, if you, are you, if you filming your shows in one area, it's easier. It's easier, yeah, yeah. I can see them doing it again. Yeah, I mean, in, in Flash had a couple of crossovers with the Arrow. Oh, plenty, yeah. Yeah, so we're, I think we're just hitting the mid-season finale now. So there's still plenty of time to do more, like, Supergirl Shelf and Flash's universe or stuff like that. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So that's it for um, the crossover, which I say I really enjoy. Yeah, I hope one. they do more of it. You know, take notes, DC um, movies. Cinematic universe. Cinematic, yeah. Take notes. <laughs> take notes. Now, this was our main topic. Now we're going to get to comics. You know, things that we love, we hold dear to our heart. Which one are we doing first? We're doing the clone, clone dead, dead no more clone conspiracy. Now, for those who are listening, back in the 90s, there was a thing called a clone saga. <laughs> in it my good, definitely a saga. It was a saga. <laughs> and, you know, it crossed over to all the uh, Spider-Man titles. You yep. know, and <laughs> I'm not. I'm a, there was a time when I started reading comics because of the clone saga. You know, my friend, you know. Shout out to Mark Bagley. Yeah. <laughs> and he was an artist in one of them. And uh, I said, man, Mark, you know, that was a time when I was really reading the comics. And uh, after I read it, man, I was done with it. You know, because he was an artist on one of um, some of the um, books. Yeah. You know, he was on an artist for the, um, one of the title Maximum Clonage. Ma- maximum Carnage? Yeah. No, Clonage. Oh, Clonage? It was called Maximum Clonage. And they had Maximum Carnage. Yeah. Well, that's how they say Maximum Clonage. Alpha and Omega, right? So... Back to the um, 90s. Now, this thing with Peter Parker. Back, Peter Parker had a professor called Miles Warren. He, uh, whatever, was Peter Parker. Peter Parker and his villains all have personal attachments. Yes. They are, they got, they are personal. Yeah. You know, so Miles was a professor. He was in, oh, God, I had to say this. I think he had a thing with Gwen Stacy. I believe at the time this was way back. Sounds like comics. Yeah, comics. So <laughs> that was back in the eighties, I believe. Right. So in the nineties, it started doing the jack. He was called the Jackal. Yeah. So and he started making clones of Peter Parker. <laughs> so <laughs> see what happened was this: Peter Parker has he had a clone of himself, and they had fought, and he he supposedly beat it and threw it in the, um, um, a chimney stack or something from mm. in the factory. He thought it was dead. Come to find out, the clone was not dead. No, it was not. It was not dead. Okay? And this thing, he come back, he lost his identity. Now, Peter's thinking, am I the real Peter Parker? Or am I the clone? clone? Yeah. And he thought he was the damn clone. For a while. For a while. You know? So, that's the clone saga back in the 90s. Now, fast forward. To 2016. 2016. My Spider-Man got this thing called... There are no more clone conspiracy. They're on issue three right now. And the thing is this. The Jackal is back. The Jackal has this um, mask. Like it's what? A spink, not Spinks. It's, um, it's an Egyptian god. Yeah. Uh, he was over death. Was it Osiris? Anu- uh, uh, I think it was Anubis. Maybe? Anubis. Anubis. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was Anubis. And um, he's back. And all of a sudden, he bringing Peter Parker... Um, Friends and family back. and family back. Okay, we've seen this, this. We've seen this before. Yeah, and a little more backstory. I guess there was it was teased a little bit in just Amazing Spider-Man, where uh, Aunt May's husband, uh, 
Jameson's dad Dang. Yeah. was dying and he was like, we need to do something. And there's this whole new you. Um, That's probably pretty cool. New you. Yeah. New <laughs> you was the organization that had this miraculous way of healing people from like these terminal illnesses and, and, and whatnot. Fading organs. Fading organs. But uh, yeah. Thought that was a that's a piece that you kind of need to know moving into to clone conspiracy, right? Right, and you know, and, and the thing is moving going back again before I get deep into the clone conspiracy, back to clone um saga, the clone saga. See, the clone took up the name Ben Riley because of Uncle Ben and Aunt May's maiden name, yeah, Riley, right? So through this whole the whole thing going on, it was the mastermind behind the whole thing was damn Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I hate this. At the time, Mary Jane Parker was pregnant. Yep. She was pregnant with Peter Baby. Through this whole clone thing. Mayday. May Yeah, <laughs> so come to find out, uh, Mary Jane had the baby. Ben Riley fighting the Norman Osborne as a Green Goblin. So Ben Riley actually was a clone. He dies in Peter's hand. He disintegrates. See, just blah, he's just gone. Right. And where's the baby? <laughs> Where's the baby? She come to find out she lost the baby, but in reality she did not lose the baby. Nope. They took the baby. And they retconned that damn story. Yes. Now back to clone conspiracy, <laughs> which I hate, man. Back to clone conspiracy, right? So so um Miles I mean not my first name, Miles Morales. Wrong Well <laughs> Miles Warren, man, the um Jackal, decided to bring out bring Peter's um friend back. He helped Electro with his powers and mm-hmm. the girl that he killed accidentally he was in power she was brought back to life yep and she kissed Electro took his powers and killed him yep and now she's Electro now she's Electro yep then he took it a step farther he went to the Kingpin brought back Kingpin's wife and that got dark really, really fast quick man <laughs> Kingpin was furious he snapped her neck he killed her yep she says, this is not my wife yep and now he's on Kingpin bad side. Yeah, Kingpin is, was not happy to see that. Because Jackal sent people to Kingpin's wife's grave to dig that's her up. Yeah, that's robbing a grave. That's grave robbing. Uh, you can't do that. And, you know, a big piece of it, you know, the reason why he's doing it, the, the way that's a little bit different than the previous clone Process, saga, yes, yeah. is that these clones come back with all their memories intact and they are... A much "quote unquote" better version of a of a clone. They don't even refer to them as clones. You're saying like this is verbatim the same person. We're just kind of reanimating them right. uh, with all of their memories intact. And they give her uh, Jackal has this uh, pill. pill that they have to take every single day. If they don't take it, they're gonna die. Yeah, or right. something bad's gonna happen. Bad's to gonna them. happen. <laughs> I think a little bit worse than death. Right. Per some of the stuff that we've seen, seen in the book, yeah, right in the clone conspiracy. So he he's doing all of that, and he killed the prowler, brought him back too. Yep. And I'm like, okay, man, Jacko, what is your game? What what's your game here? Yeah. And, and I, I'm I'm reading it I'm like, damn, this is good. And I, like me, man, I was very I was burned by the clone saga. I was very disappointed in the mm-hmm. clone saga when it was out. I think a lot of people were a little bit upset. Upset at it though. And then Brian Bendis brought it back in you know, Ultimate. Ultimate, which was done pretty well. That one was done, done pretty well. well. I like that one. It got a little confusing if like Gwen was Carnage or Carnage, something Carnage, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty cool. So back to the regular Marvel uh, universe, 
Well, I can't say Redman anymore because ultimately it's the only it's the only universe. universe now. Yeah, I mean now I'm back to the Marvel universe. Six one six. Six one six. It's still six one six, or is it different? I think it's six one six. Okay, I mean I'm going with six one six. We're gonna stick with six one six. The one we know. So back to the clone conspiracy in the six one six. Miles Warren. That's funny because Doc Ock. You're gonna get we're gonna get the Doc Ock now. Now he needed a body because he was a Scarlet, not Scarlet Spider. Uh, superior. superior spider. Yeah. And he needed a body. He finally revealed himself and everything and he needed a body. He had a body. He had the robot, the little Yeah, he had a he I get from back in um uh Spider Verse. Spider Verse. Right. Yeah. I mean the the whole crossover event with all the different Spider Men from all the different universes and and I guess timelines because Superior, Superior was, was there. there too, yeah. But like, you know, uh, Peter reveals to Superior Spider Man that you know, he beat him. So Ock is like, okay, well, obviously in the future I lose. So he does something to put his mind in one of like the little octopods. Yeah, it was a things. it was a bracelet on his arm. Yeah. So and then that survived, and he put himself into one of the the robots that Peter uses at Peter uh, Industries. Peter Industries, Parker 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 Industries. Industries. Yeah. Um, so his consciousness has been here for so long and he was tr- gonna try to go back into Peter's body again and it was just like this is there's no way I'm, this is going to work and then they I guess Jekyll got Ock's body yeah I guess and started body. to like regrow Ock and then Ock was like well I'm just gonna go into my body, body. and now we have the, <laughs> the classic, classic the classic Ock Ock yeah. the Royal Orbison hairstyle yep. ah, yeah so we got the classic back you know, so yeah, he's working with the um, Miles Morales, Miles Morales, and Miles Warren uh, Jackal. But I'm, I'm going to be interesting to find out that he's he's a Peter. Oh, we're going to get to that. Yeah, get to that. <laughs> but uh, I'm sorry. But then you have Kane. Yeah, now, Kane is also a clone. He was one of the failed clones of um, the Jackal. Yeah, back in the uh, Clone Saga, whatever. Now he's Scarlet Spider. You know, for the new warriors and everything like that, he was big a big part of Spider Verse. So he's playing a big part here also in the clone conspiracy. Right. He comes to find out in the alternate Earths that P. Parker Industries is a cause for a wide epidemic. Yeah, and it's not just in Kane's like well, it's not just one universe that came to this. It's in like multiple Earth. Yeah, Earth. There hits a point where apparently Parker Industries, and I guess through that Peter Parker and the Jackal works, works together, together. Yeah, and there's, it's basically a zombie apocalypse. Is where we first start to see what happens if people don't take the pills. The pills. Yeah. Um, they start their their body starts to break down, and it's like this contagious virus. Like he said it was the, um, a clone. You could catch it. It was the one the villain. It was um carrying virus. It was a virus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a carrying virus. Yeah, virus. It what it was, and 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 um Kane was going from Earth to Earth with the help because he's part of the um the warriors, the, the web warriors, web warriors, right? So he in Spider Verse, he was actually. Turned to a spider, he got his body back. He did a metamorphosis back to his body, and he was going from earth to earth, seeing all these epidemics going on. And the key components was Peter Parker. Yep. And Peter Parker, Parker Industries. Yep. It was him. Peter's and always at the center, center of the web. Of, yeah, the center <laughs> of the web. So, so he comes find out, and he goes to um, get the information 
to some of uh, Peter Potter co-workers in um, New Horizon. New Horizon, yeah. Um, Horizon Industries. Yeah. Horizon, Horizon Industries. And they come with a plan. Mm-hmm. And come with a plan with help of Spider-Gwen. Yep. A little bit of Spider-Gwen because I guess uh, uh, Kane now is effectively patient zero. Right? That's right. Because they're like, well, if you're a clone and you're not going to break down without these pills, then maybe the key to... Curing these people is within you, Um, uh, and and that I guess that plan was kind of hatched by all the people at Horizon. But Spider Gwen and Kane Kane. were teaming up. They they did a because Jackal brought back the Gwen Gwen, Gwen Stacy, yeah, brought back Gwen Stacy and Captain Stacy. That's right. But somewhere in there, uh, Spider Gwen basically does a switch Switch. with the other Gwen. and that was cool. That, that was pretty cool. That way, we were able to. Like, Spider Gwen was able to get information about where Jackal is and what he's starting to do, and all that. Right. Under the guise of actually being, you know, making Jackal think, oh, this is one of the clones I brought back. But Captain Stacy, right. who's also brought talking. back, was just like, you're not my daughter. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, <laughs> you're not my daughter. Yeah, it's like, you're not her. Um, so that plan kind of gets busted. But, it's kind of uh, weird because she's a teenager. That Gwen Stacy was in college. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking because more well, the height, they stand the same height though. So I mean, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, but it was kind of kind of cool. That's not my daughter. Then, then when the the uh, they found out that she was a fake. Yeah, Gwen. St- well, she was not the Gwen Stacy. I can't say fake. Yeah. she was the Gwen, not the Gwen Stacy that he knew. And all of a sudden, you see. After him, no, the lizard. He sent the lizard. The after lizard, him. yeah. See, it's so it's so crazy, man, because he brought his son and wife back too. Yep. Everybody who's connected to Peter Parker <laughs> has been brought back. brought back, even the enemies. Yep. Even Jack O'Lantern got brought back. Yeah. Stilt Man got brought back. I like oh Tarantula. Yeah, that one uh, was it. Uh, Conspiracy Two, maybe where Jack shows like I have this present for you. Opens the door and then it's just. All of these villains that have like have died yeah. over time, yeah. and Peter's like, "What the actual hell are you doing?" <laughs> like he was not amused by the situation at all. Um, but none of them want to fight him because Jack will keep saying, "Like we're not here to fight." Now that kind of makes sense. What we about to say and why he didn't want to fight him? He yeah. he, he want him captured. He want yeah. him to convince. He does because you know Peter all the way back to. Uh, makes Spider-Man big time, right? Where his whole thing is uh, from this point forward, no one dies, right? Right. No more deaths. No one dies. And Jack keeps bringing that up. He's like, "Well, didn't you want no one to be dead? Like, like I'm trying to do this thing for you, but that's a little weird since uh, Miles Warren doesn't like Peter. Why would he want to do that? That's right. Um, and issue three happens. And issue three happens and this is what happens. So, like I said, they're escaping a the lizard every, and all that stuff going on. They find out Kane is patient zero and you really cannot trust anyone because you know how far this goes because they call the police station. Mm-hmm. The people at Horizon um, Industries. Yeah. Come to find out the sergeant or captain was a clone. Yep, that was, was a funny scene though because uh, she, uh, Anna Marie's about to call the police. I'm like, "Why are you going to call the police?" I'm like, "Well, 
we know the villain. We know where he's at. Right. We know he's going to do this horrible thing. Why wouldn't we call, call the police? police. Smart thing to like, do. She has a point. <laughs> Smart thing to do, but we didn't know that. Yeah. They're working with the jackal. Yep, working with the jackal. Um, and then right after that, you know, things become a mess. Big fight happens at Horizon. Max and all them, they all end up getting out, but... Um, it was Electro and Rhino that showed Shout up, out, yeah. and basically Anna Marie, um, uh, Kane, Kane, and I think, and and the original Gwen, not Spider Gwen, but yeah, because one Stacey. of them, she wanted to go anyway because she said she might have something for the cure. Yeah, Anna Marie wanted to go. She's like, I'm a scientist. scientist I think yeah. I know what I can do. And Kane's right. just like, Well, you need me. <laughs> um, so they're going to go anyway. And then Kingpin shows up to like team up with Spider Man. Spider Man and um, Wilson Fisk. Kingpin's just like, I'm going to do this thing for you, and you're going to owe me. And Peter's like, No, 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 you're going to owe me. (laughs) (laughs) Peter's like, I am done with this. Okay, (laughs) I think he's going to owe Peter in in some form or fashion. He's going to owe Peter something. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, Because he's going to have a Kingpin. He's going to have a number one. Is it out yet? Kingpin. Well, he got a number one coming out. He got his own book, which I'm not going to pick up. But going back to Peter, once Kingpin gave him information, he's he goes to New You. No, he didn't go to New You. He went to an airport. He went to an airport Airport. specifically to find uh, the jackal. And they, he has this jackal has this crate, and there's something inside of this crate. So it's so funny. He, he's on his motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> I got a plane of these. Yeah, like I'm sort of inspired. I was like, so you just have motorcycles just littered around the city. Uh, so you got this box playing around. Then you got the showdown with um, Peter Parker and the jackal. Yep. So Peter Parker is fighting the jackal, and jackal's moving, he dodging everything. Right. I'm reading this like. The hell is this going on, man? Do we got superpowers now? Because I never know I have superpowers, right? And then there's the part where he finally lands a hit on Spider Man, yeah. and Spidey's like, "How that you're a person like this shouldn't have hurt me, right?" So when that happened, he pulled the mask off his face, right? And there and behold, it's fucking Ben Riley. I'm saying yep. it's, ben, it's Riley. ben Riley. Ben Riley, the clone that was actually. Disintegrated in Peter Parker's arm, and he said it too. He said, "I saw you disintegrate. You disappeared. You were gone." Yeah, and then and Ben was like, "That should just go to show you how good this new stuff is." Yeah, you know. Um, so that was mind blowing. And then you find out what's in the crate, and in the crate, this is the thing that's gonna probably piss off so many Spider-Man fans. I'm having flashbacks to, to One More Day. Oh, God. Uh, but, uh, so in the box, um, you know, Jack's like, I'm not trying to fight you. I don't want to, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to give you all the things that you've ever wanted. We can bring anyone back. And Peter's like, I don't care, whatever. And he's like, well, what I have in the box is the thing that you always wanted. And... Inside that box, presumably we don't see what's in the box, uh, but he he says that I brought this for you because we can yeah, bring, bring back, back Uncle, Uncle Ben. ben. <laughs> oh man! And that's where it ends. So presumably inside this crate, just like the other one. So throughout Clone Conspiracy, there's all these crates 
and inside the crates are like the remains, the remains of yeah. the people that he's bringing back. So presumably, he did the grave robbing thing again, dug up Uncle Ben, and that's who's in that box. And the cliffhanger is like, oh, we can bring back your Uncle Ben, and that's kind of what we're doing. I hope they don't bring, they do not need to bring Uncle Ben back. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was one of the only characters that I supposed to have been like really left safe, just not bringing back. Yeah, so the thing was, though, when I saw Clone Conspiracy announced, I'm like, there's no way we're getting through this event without someone at least attempting <laughs> to bring back Uncle, Uncle ben. ben. Like, that that would be the one thing that, like, that would potentially alter Peter's mindset, which is presumably why, in all these other universes, he teams up with uh, Jackal. Jackal. Um, because he wants Uncle Ben back. And like we were talking before the podcast, I mean, we've seen them tease Uncle Ben a little bit through the Spider-Verse, Spider-verse where yeah. one of the universes conveniently had one where uh, he, Ben Spider-Man. was Spider-Man yeah. instead. Um, so uh, will they actually bring him back? I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to ring very reminiscent of One More Day. Of oh, man. Would... Peter really make a deal with Mephisto for Frontman and all that. Um, but I feel like between one more day and one moment in time that they've kind of learned their lesson. They should have learned their lesson. So I, I don't. I feel like this is going to be a little bit of a bait and switch. Like I don't think that Peter's going to go through with saying yes. Bring I hope back not. Ben oh, no. Kane said Peter is the problem. Yeah. He said, Peter is the problem. Oh, yeah. And, and we may get something where he Ben comes back for like a minute and like he goes the way of Wilson Fisk's wife. Where right. someone's just like, sorry, you have to die again. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. That, I mean, I don't, they don't need to bring ben, ben, um, Uncle Ben back. I don't think it. But it might be a, sway, a switch. Wait, a bait and switch. You know, who knows? I mean. I'm saying Dan Slott has done an excellent job with Spider-Man. I mean... I've loved the Spider-Man run. He's done an excellent job. It's issue 600. Oh, yeah. So, that how... This is how Dead No More, the clone conspiracy, the cliffhanger, is Ben Riley is back. The clone of Peter Parker is back, you know. And, um... Hope I hope I hope this I hope this series ends on a great nope. Yeah, I mean they're all these issues are good and they're building upon each other to be something really awesome, which just means they could potentially just collapse under its own weight. <laughs> so I'm hoping though that it actually stays good because Columbus I I've liked every issue so far. Well, I have too. Um, I and, have too. You know they're they're going basically every other week. Spider-Man, Clone Conspiracy, Spider-Man, oh, Clone Conspiracy, back and forth, and so far, like the arc in Spider-Man is really awesome. tied into the Clone it Conspiracy, ties in and then also directly. Silk is part of the Clone Conspiracy. You know, which kind of makes sense because the same spider that bit him bit her. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't read any of the Silk yet, but I'm gonna have to catch up. And yeah, I'm gonna have to it. catch up in Silk, but uh, it does make sense to bring him in. So we kind of do have this kind of like. Spider Family, which I think is really what Dan Slott's run of Spider-Man has all really built towards, is making right. a very consistent, um, reoccurring Spider Family. Like right. we've always had Spider Woman, right? Right. Um, we've had these clones and, and whatnot, but now we're seeing a lot more. Like Spider Gwen is new, Silk is new. new. Um, Miles Morales is around. Miles Morales is now here, which. New, uh, courtesy of Brian Michael Bendis. Right. Um, but we're now starting to get these Spider-Verse books where they're crossing over with each other. 
and it feels, you know, again, go back to Batman, it feels more like, you know, a Batman has the Bat family where you're right. reading Nightwing, Batgirl, Batwoman, uh, Robin, and all that. Well, we I now think it's have refreshing. That with Spider-Man, which is great, which is something I don't think Marvel ever really did before, right? We, we don't really have a lot of characters that would do... Like, I guess Wolverine had his book, and then there was X-23, yeah. but it wasn't the same kind of caliber as... Spider-Man with the rest of the Spider-Verse. Because, you know, Spider-Man and Spider-Woman, I mean, they crossed paths many times over the years. But after doing Spider-Verse, when she was like a major player yeah, in Spider-Verse, now she's she's in contact with Spider-Gwen and Silk. She's more yeah. of a mother figure to those girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I, I won't... Honestly, I really like Peter Parker to really... Spider-Man to really talk to Miles Morales. Yeah, that's more again, more interaction with that kid. That's what I've been missing in this is like Miles so far hasn't really shown up. No, in, he hasn't shown up at all in Clone Conspiracy, mm-hmm. but he hasn't really shown up or in Amazing Spider-Man. In Amazing Spider-Man, you know, since Secret Wars, um, they they haven't really interacted, which I think is I think it's a little weird. It's probably coming down the line because we had that that five issue arc in Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, Spider Man, remember, remember Spider Man? I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Where, where Peter from Six One Six Universe up. ends up in the Ultimate Universe with Miles, right? Um, and I, I do think that you know we're going to see some of that stuff. But they did that cliffhanger in Spider Man where they're like, um, where they ask like, "Is there a Miles Morales?" Where Miles asks Peter like, "Is there a Miles Morales in this on, on your, your universe?" universe? Yeah. And there's some cliffhanger where he finds out who it is, but you're not sure who. Right. I don't think we ever got an answer. And then the universe rebooted. (laughs) (laughs) And there you go. Right? So. (laughs) And there you go. But I would like to see more of that interaction with those two. And I know it's a big crossover with Spider-Gwen and Miles Morales next month or next year sometime. Yeah. yeah. All all these covers with them like making out. Making out. Yeah. Oh, man. Come on. So, right. hey, so a spider always has to be with Gwen. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. A spider. I mean, uh, Mary J. Uh, or spider. I mean, or Gwen. Yeah, right? one of the two. So all together, man, I really enjoyed the Clone Conspiracy. I mean, I think this is one of the better Spider-Man Marvel, events. As far as Marvel books, books that's happening. Yeah, right it's now. one of the better events. Uh, not like Civil War Two. I don't want to talk about Civil War Two. Really, I don't. I just, just you can, we can mention it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, but we can mention it. Spider-Man, a little uh, bit. Civil War Two, issue seven, more of the same. Um, Baloney, malarkey. Nothing really. BS happens and nothing really progresses. Iron Man's still mad at Carol. Carol's still mad at uh, Iron Man. Man, get, man, um, kiss and make up and move the hell on, man. <laughs> yeah, like I said before, that I feel like this could have been just a five issue. It's just dragging it, man. Or, I mean, it, it, is, it is just, it is pretty much just dragging. We're just like, the last two issues have kind of like spun their wheels. What really got me in that issue was that Ulysses, the, the inhuman with the predicting the future, he's talking to old man Logan. Yeah. I'm yeah. not. That's all I'm gonna say. And it's all I was like, "What?" Yeah, it's talking to, to old man Logan and some time period, but for some reason, like Wolverine's not like telling him what time period. period He's asking, like, "Where am I? What time period am I in?" He's like, "Well, who are you?" And this is like the conversation gets kind of contrived. You're like, "Okay, you're 
trying to build the suspense for this cliffhanger where it's just really like Wolverine has no reason to not just say, hey, we're in this year. Yeah. Right? Like, there's, there's yeah, really right. no reason. And then there's a part where he's like, um, it's all because... Um, it's all because Stark pushed pushed her too far. And like, who's her? And, and eh, that's a bunch of it's all, it's Obviously supposed to be Carol, but I have a feeling that, again, they're going to do some sort of bait and switch. But again, the whole issue kind of amounted to literally nothing. Yeah, um, it really did, man. No, nothing really actually did. progressed. Nothing moved on. It, everyone's still mad at the same people. Spoilers. Oh, Spider-Man didn't kill Captain America. No, I mean... It was um, just... No one ever thought that was actually going to happen. Um, uh, like I said, I'm not really... Bit, I'm not enjoying that book at all. But uh, uh, we got one more issue. Yay! Oh, oh, oh. I, think, I think it's... It was supposed to be seven, right? And then yeah, they, be, yeah, then they extended it to eight. eight. Yeah, man. I, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, the next one. To be concluded. Um, yeah. Um, no. Um, I can't wait till this book is over with. But. Because now, we'll be done with Civil War to DC. My favorite DC book right now. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Alright. Now, I started reading Rebirth when it started coming out and... Green Lantern was one of my favorite books. You know, Blackest Night, Brightest Day, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I was reading it, right? So I picked up Hal Jordan. Okay. I didn't know a lot of things changed. <laughs> a whole lot of things changed, man. You know, the, the uh, Green Lantern, uh, really no more. Yeah, they were off in a different universe yeah. for some event at the tail end of New 52. Yeah, right? So I was like, wow, man, it's a lot has, has changed, right? Yeah, Hal didn't have his ring anymore. He no, gave he has the a ring. gauntlet. He uh, had the, the, the gauntlet. gauntlet. I think from Oa, one of the like original weapons that they've made. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, I get, I get with it. I understand. Yeah. But, so I picked up Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern. And I read the first issue. I said, this is cool. Great. I know Sinestro... Took over War um, War World. Yep. Yeah, that's right. War World. Yep. From um, Ma, um from what's his name Mongol. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. He took over, right? So the whole universe is afraid of him. So he's a protector of the universe. No yes. Green Lantern. No Green Lantern. Right, what the hell is going on? Yellow Lantern starts to try to be what the Green Lanterns were as space cops, but through fear to the point where they're kidnapping people for the right. fear engine right. to make the Yellow Lanterns even stronger. So I'm like, alright, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Let's change. And, then, change. Yeah, and, and in that same first issue, apparently, uh, Sinestro has like Parallax as like a pet. He tamed <laughs> the pet, yeah. yeah. I got you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like you Sinestro, know. for all intents and purposes, yeah, right. have won. <laughs> he won. I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it. He won. So I'm reading it, and by the way, man, I, I was hooked yeah. from the first book. Because like I said, I really enjoyed the Green Lantern. I started reading when the new 52. I think Green Lantern was the only book that the, when 52 started that mm-hmm. really stayed on on... On on point that story wise, nothing yeah. changed about it because yeah, Green Lantern and Flash were, were pretty solid. It was solid, yeah, so nothing changed. It, it stayed the same. Yeah, and obviously Batman. It's, yeah, and so uh, I picked it up and I read it. I'm like, cool. How Jordan doesn't have a ring anymore. He's forged a ring now. Forged a ring out of out his, his own will. will. So what happened? You know, he goes to um, confront Sinestro. You know, he 
he's fighting, he sacrificed himself for the for the, the feast Sinestro, right? Yeah, and that fight is really cool because Sinestro, like his ring, is telling him Man, like, it was going like what percentage he's like thousand, like a two hundred, three hundred, a thousand, like two thousand, and Sinestro's just like because he's using like the full force of the the fear engine, so he's just like overloaded with fear. But then Hal Jordan, who forged his own ring out of his own will. Um, because through the the weapon that he was using, Hal Jordan was turning into pure will himself. Yes, right. Um, so he was getting super like he's got, charged he got amped up. and, and everything <laughs> he got until he finally lets loose on Warworld, and he explodes. Exploded. He destroyed it, man. Yeah, he explodes the pl- like, he explodes into pure will that it pretty much just rips apart Warworld. Um, Rowena now Sinestro is now dead. How Jordan is now dead, and Warworld is is gone. gone but yeah. all the people that were on Warworld did get evacuated. Um, with Sinestro's uh, daughter, daughter um, also a Yellow Lantern. Um, it was a couple more Yellow Lanterns that really, really didn't want to be like Yellow Lanterns, but yeah, but they just they. Were they were so um, I mean it wasn't bad. There's like a, a beast, like a, a, a secondary story where the Lantern Corps was trying to get back to our universe. They do get back. They kind of team up with all these Yellow Lanterns and they they go off to uh, Tamaru Planet. It's yeah. the fish looking fat with the fin with the with the fin, fin yeah, and yeah. The, like a bird's planet. His planet, yeah. Um, That's kind of hard because the names, man. I can't even remember all the names in the green. Yeah, because they're all alien names. Yeah, and, I can't. And stuff like that. Oh, it's cool. So they get to that planet. Come to find out <laughs> that planet is controlled by Starro. Yes. For those who don't know. Starro shows up, which makes me really excited. Starro is a big-ass starfish. <laughs> a massive starfish. Massive. He controlled people with his little spores. Yeah, that latch on to people's faces, almost like a uh, like a face hugger. Yeah, um, like a face hugger. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. actually, oh, aliens. <laughs> yeah, from aliens. <laughs> from aliens. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so but but Starro shows up, does the stuff to all the people. You know, the the, the little face hugger Starro thing is latching on the faces, and then Starro just vanishes. And they're like, what? Um, and then all the people that have the Starro. Like parasite on them are all suddenly like being controlled, right? And John and Guy are trying to figure out like they're trying to get to Starro, and they get to the sky, and they kind of like hit what seems to be like a force, force field. field, right? And then one of the the people on the planet is like, "Well, you know, we can't see, but we can hear. The way we see is through hearing, and what we heard was when you went up there was something that sounded almost like." On your Earth's uh, a glass, call, glass, glass right. and John's like, "What do you mean, glass?" And he just kind of like has this like lightning moment where he's like, "Oh, oh crap!" crap. <laughs> so like he goes up and he he makes like a telescope out of you know from the mm-hmm. ring and looks through it and realizes that it was all a trap. Uh, Starro was sent there. All the lanterns came come to, to that, that planet, planet to save it. Starro gets teleported out. And then they realized then the planet was miniaturized and collected by Brainiac. Brainiac. All the villains, Brainiac. Brainiac. They brought Brainiac back. Yep. So then... A Superman villain. Yeah. So if that wasn't enough, then further in the issue, um, 
Hal is talking to someone, like, he's this- Hal is suddenly there, right? Like, he's in this, like, void, and you're like, and there's this person talking to him, and Hal's like, am I dead? And he's, uh, the person he's talking to says, like, you're in the Emerald Space? The Emerald, it's the Emerald Space. Uh, Emerald Space is where all Green Lanterns who gave up everything, um, the sacrifice come to rest. Rest, It's basically yeah. the heaven for Green Lanterns. Right. And... Who is he talking to? Then none other than Abin Sir, sure. that gave him the ring, that to gave him a the ring, uh, which was an awesome throwback. Um, but then another thing <laughs> happens. <laughs> so one of the guardians, um, get Syed, Syed, got it. Yes, the S Y guy. So yes. I can't pronounce his name. Yeah, like I said, it's yeah. kind of hard to pronounce the alien name. So they get the ring, and it says, "Is they look at it? It's a, it's They're like Hal's." Will, yeah. So look at the ring. Like we can't. We, pull, we, did we not didn't make this, this no. ring. Where did it come from? And then one of them smiles, like, "Oh, okay. Hal. This was made <laughs> by Hal, Hal Jordan." Jordan. Like, and the damn. ring starts saying, like, "Searching for Hal That's Jordan," true. which is interesting because it's not saying like what it does for the other rings when someone dies. It says, "So and so deceased, deceased. returning yeah. to Oa or whatever." And, and that was um, kind of funny. And he said, "Searching for Hal Jordan," but then at the at the ring was saying that. The last page. Or yeah, they're like, okay, well, we, the guardians are talking to someone like, this is why we brought you here. here. You're like, who are you talking to? And the last issue, the last page, it's is Kyle, Kyle Rayner as a white lantern. Right. You know, like, Hal Jordan needs the white lantern right now. So, like, this issue had just so many things. Kyle, Adamser, Brainiac, Hal's back, right. like, everything that you could possibly imagine happens in issue yeah nine. I really enjoyed that issue man like I said I've been enjoying the book but this issue right here I really enjoy. I had this issue man I thought I didn't but I do well, somewhere in the house I had, to, I had to look for it no you read my copy so. nah you, you had your copy man no, you, I'm gonna, no I'm keeping my copy I said you, you read it I'll, I read it no, I don't mean uh-uh. <laughs> but yeah but I really enjoyed that issue like I said I enjoyed Hal Jordan the Green Lantern Corp and um, if, if if y'all listening, pick that up. That's really good. And Green really Lanterns. And Green Lanterns is good, It's really good. They're but, in the middle of a Phantom Lantern arc. I right. haven't read the newest issues right here, issue 12. But if you are a Spider-Man fan, if you really enjoy Spider-Man or any of the Spider-related titles, like, like Scarlet Spider, yeah. I definitely say pick up Clone Conspiracy. Clone Conspiracy is really good. Right, it's really good. So I, I recommend picking that up. So, David, it's always a pleasure. I know you got Power Rangers right there, man, and Mighty Morphin. Issue 9. Some, yeah, some I know. fun, crazy things yeah. happen in it. Yeah, I know, man. Well, I sent you an article. Yes, what, did the, what did the article say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It said it, but it's good. It's good it, I believe the article said that Power Rangers is one of 2016's best, best, yeah, one comic, of the best series. comic books. Yeah. It's more... It's more problems with the kids in Power Rangers. It's more adult. Yeah, it's more it's more mature, mature. without being like a gritty comic. Like it's still a fun comic, but yeah. it is definitely matured. Um, some crazy things happen in in issue nine. Okay, I'm put it down. Um, <laughs> I'm put it down. I see multiple Green Lanterns, but yeah, I'm putting some it things down. Happen, but like like I said, go pick up. Um, Spider Man, Clone Conspiracy, The Amazing Spider Man, even pick up pick up Silk. Um, I recommend those comics to pick up. And that's you know that's it for um, just being a podcast. David, got anything to say? Any social outlets? I mean, how they can follow you, man? I mean, you can follow me on 
Twitter, Helix and Meteors. I don't. <laughs> you need to get back on Twitter, man. Use it per se. You got a web page, don't you? I don't oh. really use that per matter, se. Matter, matter of <laughs> fact, you got your blog for your toys. Yeah, Shannon and I started a uh, a toy blog called Faves in Toyland. F A V E S in Toyland.com, where we uh, blog about uh, toys in our collection, toys that are coming out. You know, he didn't ask me about my collection, so I don't think he want to put anything in about my collection. I mean, you can't. I mean, we can talk about your collection. Yeah, I mean, I got a collection. But it's Shannon and I. We, we did a. I know, man. It's called Faves in Toyland with. David and Shannon. Okay. Probably uh, with Shannon and David. Well, well, at least give a shout out to Amos. You know, I did pick up the Spider Gwen. Go to Bikia. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm going to write something about it per your suggestion. Yeah. I kind of want it. Yeah. It's nice, man. I'm putting it on my Christmas list. Yeah. So. It's nice. <laughs> that and the Miles Morales one, which I don't know if it's out yet. They're not out yet. Oh, but you know what? Go to Bikia and May is going to put out Squirrel Girl. It was um, only a matter of a matter time. time. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving. I'm definitely picking that up, man. Matter of time. <laughs> it's so cute. It's cute, dude. Squirrel Girl blew up all of this. I don't even remember what caused it. All of a sudden, there was just. It's one Spider of those Girl. things, man. Or it's not Spider Girl. That's uh, Squirrel Girl was just everywhere. It's just one of those things. I don't. I can't explain that that character, man. It's all of a sudden she got her own book now. She got toys. She's mentioned in Hollywood. Not only does she <laughs> have she... her own book. She had her own book before a universe rebooted and still got another, another book. book. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen for a lot of like B listers. It doesn't, man. So yeah, but check out um Brian not Brian, I'm sorry. I'm, David. I'm not Brian. David. I'm thinking of Brian now. David. <laughs> check out David's um Fav. Faves and Fave, Toyland. Faves and Toyland. And Theory will be doing a podcast pretty soon, monthly. Really? Theory. Don't don't quote us on that at all. Well, when it comes, when it brings in and everything, man, just call me. I, I'll give you my um, yeah, we'll my have guests. toys and figures and uh, Transformers and stuff like that. I'm going to be buying some Transformers soon now that I'm starting to... Which kind you buying? Get though? into the ones don't that my you, wallet don't, you can bet, You better not get anything to do with the movie, man. I will buy exclusively the movies. You know I, what? I only, Our I friendship only, will be done. I only want things that have Michael Bay related to them. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, no, we are done. Did you know that they made a cartoon based off of Michael Bay's movies? No. Did you know that? No. <laughs> no. For those who are listening, I'm not a big fan of the what Transformer movies right now. But anyway. Um, <laughs> you should watch that trailer. It's, I'm not watching it. It's ridiculous and dumb. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's it for the podcast. You know, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, just me and Amos. I also got a web page. JustBeingAmos.com and also can follow me on Facebook at JustBeingAmos. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Peace. See ya.